0: Welcome back to the Green Element Podcast, where we feature business leaders and innovators transforming their operations to be more environmentally and socially sustainable. I'm your host, Will Richardson, and I can't wait to meet our guest today and help you on your journey of sustainability. Ellen, welcome to the Green Element Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. So you are Ellen Vindermuth, CEO of Off The Fence, and a new startup, Water Bear Network, and chair to Jackson Wild Film Festival. Brilliant. Thank you so much for being on. I
1: Thank you, Will. Could
0: you just do a bit of introduction about who you are, and in your own words, I think that's, that, that's really important. Thank you.
1: Well, in my own words, I would say I'm a, a, an ageing uh, media entrepreneur, Um, And I've been working in documentary for uh, most of my career. Uh, So I started my uh, company, Off the Fence, about 28 years ago. Um, And about 12 years ago, we started developing a concept for uh, our own uh, global interactive video platform.
0: Okay. And what... I guess it would be quite good to um, learn more about Off the Fence and um, the kind of the reach that you have there. So therefore then we can um, go move into Waterbed.
1: Yes, because they're both very connected. So Mm. um, I started Off the Fence uh, all those years ago uh, because I couldn't really find a proper job. Um, And I was one of the first people who thought That it would be sensible to not only distribute documentaries, but actually develop and produce them as well as co produce them to really work with the burgeoning global community. So that's what we did. And that's why the company got quite big. So at one point, we had eight different offices in eight parts of the world uh, that were doing production and some distribution. Um, And then we became so entrenched that we pulled back. So now we have offices in. Amsterdam, London, uh, Bristol, and of course in Mainz, Germany. Uh, I sold the company to uh, ZDF Enterprises almost two years ago Um, and ZDF Enterprises are the commercial daughter company of the German national broadcaster ZDF. So uh, that has really uh, strengthened off the fence to uh, a large extent as well as enabling me to uh, work harder on our future proofing ourselves via the launch of the Waterbear network, which we're about to launch on November 25.
0: Brilliant. And um, did you were you in any particular niche in off the fence or is that what is that what the Waterbear network is? About. Well, I think, you know, in
1: general, Will, documentary, the documentary business is a niche business anyway, um, and, and we've always been very happy with that. Uh, Off the Fence was always involved in uh, science, in natural history and in history, uh, as well as a number of social documentaries. My personal specialty is natural history, and you might have seen our latest film, on Netflix, which is called My Octopus Teacher.
0: No, but so, I'm starting to That, that look
1: might up. be a nice one for your list if yeah. you if you feel like um, watching something. I think quite quite nice. I think it's a moving film, and it's a film that um, that takes natural history a little bit further than the classic BBC structure, because we're working really with a friend of mine who uh, suffered from very bad adrenal fatigue and then healed himself from you know borderline mental illness by starting to swim in very cold water um, and by tracking underwater and then really our film story starts when he meets a baby octopus right ooh quite cool
0: yeah i can't wait quite cool um, and my other half is really keen on octopuses oh good oh good
1: that, it's that, a good an easy sell for me to get in <laughs> <laughs> a fun one for this weekend it's doing really well on netflix
0: oh brilliant yeah. oh cool thanks ellen um and water bear network is what we're really talking about and it's um obviously something that all of our listeners are incredibly interested in yeah. so t- could you tell us what water bear network is yes
1: well first of all i'd like to tell you what a water bear is uh, okay? because you're probably not as much of a science nerd as we are But a water bear is a tiny micro animal, also called a tardigrade. And the water bear can withstand nuclear radiation. He can withstand boiling water. He can live on the bottom of the ocean. By accident, a bunch of water bears were spilled by an Israeli rocket on the moon, where they now reside. And if you go to the desert and you leave a water bear to dry out, his entire DNA will crumble. But if you go back years later and just add water, it comes back to life. So we like the water bear for many reasons, um, but we like uh, the name the Water Bear Network because the network stands for the resilience of nature. It stands for the quality of resilience in general. Um, and that's really what we hung the whole network up on. What the Water Bear Network is, is it's a, it's a, a, a global interactive network about uh, our future life on the planet. Um, and it looks at all 17 UN Sustainable Development Goals we're going to build uh, on the network by, by really just, in a way, playfully, in a fun way, introducing more and more documentaries, we're going to actually walk people through uh, absorbing all 17 SDGs. And we're going to start with uh, where I think it all begins, which is biodiversity. We're going to start with the human relationship with nature. I think everything begins with our relationship with nature. And if we have a healthy relationship with nature, from there, I think we can extrapolate out very easily to absorb the values reflected in the 17 SDGs.
0: And we know how powerful um, documentaries are. I mean, you're speaking from Netherlands and with David Attenborough doing the work that he's doing at the moment. Yeah, fantastic. um, His recent witness statement and um, stuff. So I I don't know the reach of him. I know that in the UK, a lot of people are watching it. yeah, And uh, we are seeing... A real, an, a surge, I guess, and, and, and an understanding of what needs to happen in order to um, look at climate change and yep. um, change our habits. Yeah, uh, it's such an important thing that you're doing. Really,
1: thank you. Um, you know, David Attenborough's reach is huge. It's not just UK wide; it's worldwide. Uh, he, uh, people believe him. They rely on him to, to, to take a measured stance on things like climate change. So I think he's being enormously helpful. Uh, what Water Bear is doing is actually coming in, uh, from a, from a slightly different angle. I think you need lots of angles to illuminate these issues to people. And our angle is a little bit more, uh, uh, It's a bit younger, it's more youth oriented. um, And it's basically also uh, the attempt to include the work of all the NGOs that are are doing amazing things in the field that has not yet been shown on an app. So we're launching WaterBear already with over 75 world level uh, uh, NGOs. Uh, like Conservation International, WWF, African Parks, um, Tusk, uh, Sea Shepherd—they're all part of us, and each of them get their own proprietary page on water bears. So we're going to have a lot more people than David Attenborough to tell you about what work is being done in the field, what are people doing about climate change, what are they doing to combat biodiversity, or any other of the issues. And will you be? Will you be?
0: um splitting the topics up by the different um goals, the SDG goals. Uh, and, yes. then, and then each goal has its own um subcategories as well. Will you be exploring those individually? I'm just trying to visualize how, yes. how it works. We've
1: actually we we've thought about this a lot. Uh, and we <laughs> thought that doing that would make life too complicated and we don't want to make the viewers' life complicated. We actually want to declutter Hmm. All the information and all the misinformation that people are getting. We want to declutter this very often kind of ghettoized existence on, on uh, social media where you sort of go down this tunnel, you have no idea uh, what's really happening. So um, the, the way we're going to do it is we're going to start by uh, uh, quarterly themes. And our theme in the first quarter is going to be biodiversity. And through the lens of all these biodiversity documentaries and mini documentaries, you're going to experience all the work that these NGOs are doing, what people are doing in a constructive way. Um, you will see the problems, but you're not gonna see, you know, devastating problems without solutions. They you know, we're about suggesting solutions and showing you uh solutions and what people are doing about it. So that's the first quarter. The second quarter is going to be about climate, very obviously. It's incredibly important and again the documentaries that are about climate are going to introduce you to a number more of extra SDGs um, that are going to come in our climate stories but you're going to learn the SDGs through the story we're not going to come and preach to you about what the SDGs are we're not academics we're storytellers Um, We're very accurate storytellers, but we're storytellers. So we're going to give you a bunch of stories related to climate through which you will be able to absorb more uh, uh, learning about the SDGs. After that comes uh, community. So that, again, will take us into slightly different levels uh, on the 17 SDGs. And the fourth one is going to be – I'm just thinking what the fourth one is – i'm completely blanking
0: it will Um, come to you don't worry
1: it'll come to me i'm sorry about that but it does happen to me now and again i've said it so many times that i've blanked on our fourth quarter,
0: but i'll come back to
1: you
0: the um so i'm visualizing um i would imagine you're aware of the Bam film festival but many some of our listeners may not be so the Bam film festival is and the ocean film festival are Film festivals centered around a theme, and they are, ri- you know, written or um, directed, etc., by people, and um, they're more niche. I guess documentaries. Is that the is that what we'll be expecting? I mean, they are amazing. They're absolutely amazing. They're wonderful um, documentaries. And but um, is that is that what? Um,
1: We'd be. I don't think them. it's quite Banff. I don't think it's quite Banff. I think Banff is great, and we're partnering with a number of festivals. So the Jackson Wild Festival is one of them. The New Festival in Africa is one of them. Uh, we're partnering with. Um, yeah, I'd say several others. Mm. Uh, Earth X is a fantastic green festival in Texas in the United States. We're partnering with them. Um, so we're going to have our own voice. We're going to have our own language. It will skew a bit younger. It will be less classic documentary. It will be yeah. uh, a little bit more short form. It'll be more helpful I think
0: what I'm getting at that's what I'm trying
1: to get at in a really
0: bad, I'm articulating in a yeah. really bad way. It's going to be
1: more fun. It, it will be beautiful. So we want the channel to be beautiful. We want people to, you know, find it visually appealing. Um, but we're not going to go with really classic uh, storytelling. We're we're going to be a bit more, a bit more upbeat, a bit faster.
0: Great! I can't wait. I can't wait. And you're launching beginning of November.
1: We are. And if you if you'd like me to go through the four quarters again, I can because I now remembered.
0: <laughs> what was the four go through all go through all four of them? I'll go through all four. Biodiversity, just to make sure that I'm listening. So I've got biodiversity, yep. climate,
1: community, yep. and circularity. Circularity. How could I forget about circularity? So uh, the, 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 the fourth one is uh, a really important one because um, we're living in a take-make-waste economy. We're living in a linear economy in which we've learned this also now through COVID, in which we see that our distribution systems are incredibly elaborate, uh, incredibly wasteful. We are using too many... Uh, base materials that are running out Uh, we've completely we've become completely overwrought and and reliant on a fossil fuel industry that actually needs to shut down. How do you do that? The way to do it is what we call um, economic biomimicry and economic biomimicry is basically retooling your economic system to emulate the way nature works, because nature has no waste. Nature functions as actually one coherent system where everything circulates and where waste is avoided and where overuse or uh, extinction of any animal or or plant species is is highly unlikely. Um, So if our economy mirrors that, And, of course, circularity is going to touch on a lot more of the SDGs. Circularity is really going to tie up all uh, the whole exercise of of going through and and educating about the 17 SDGs. It it really covers some very key SDGs.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. And um, how will you be distributing this? Is it through um, purely online? Is it... um,
1: it will be a mix, Will. It will be, uh, we're going with, you know, we're an app in the very most basic space, we're an app. And if you go to the app, you can actually do a lot of different things. So every time you watch something, uh, a, tro- a control panel comes up and it allows you to do different things. That's what makes it so interactive. So if you watch something, let's say your favorite topic is whales, then you can watch a number of movies on whales then you can find out who's doing field work on Wells and what do their short films look like? What do their articles sound like? What do their podcasts sound like? You can donate to the NGOs in question directly. Yeah. Uh, you can share clips on social media. You can share information on social media. You can get in touch with the NGOs and become a member. You can volunteer. Um, directly in a number of volunteer programs. You can uh, uh, buy, you can purchase uh, various sustainable products from these uh, uh, growing local economies. Um, and you can, um, there's some other things. There's a couple of other things you can do, but I guess these are the key ones. Um, so that's what you can do on the app. We will have a version of Water Bear available for these hybrid set-top boxes so that, you know, you might find Water Bear on, I don't know, Sky or Yuku or, or, you know, these, these set-top boxes. Um, you're gonna find, uh, Water Bear over time pretty much everywhere. Um, so you can use it on your mobile, you can use it on your tablet, and you can use it on your desktop, and you'll hopefully also be able to use it on your TV. Um, the functions might be impeded if you if you you know if you're trying to donate via a remote that's not the same as being on a laptop or on a phone being able to donate or share on social media or purchase goods or or travel or volunteer i would imagine if your target
0: audience is younger then um the versatility of mobile phones now and tvs yeah i I mean i we often if if we want to watch something that I, could, I'm not actually I can't bother to even find it on, say Amazon Prime or whatever. I just yeah. use my phone and just cast it onto the projector, yeah. and totally. it's, it's almost as easy to be honest with you, and it, t- it certainly saves time. And so therefore, that's
1: yeah. I think if you know once people know where to find it, I think that's a really good option because then they retain the full interactive uh, interactive functionality uh, that the technology allows.
0: And so you've mentioned NGOs quite a lot and um, NGOs are notorious for being biased or quite one-sided in their opinions. Mm -hmm. Um, And how does that, is that taken into consideration? I'm trying to think of examples of that. And obviously if it weren't for the NGOs, I mean, I'm thinking of now say Greenpeace and what the, work that they have done i mean with apple for example and what them just getting apple to be more sustainable and more environmental yeah. has a huge huge the ramifications are enormous across yes. the whole of the world um so we know the good that they do but we also know that they do they uh, on the kind of quite extreme side of things sometimes and may not paint the whole picture of actually what it is how do you how does that fit wow.
1: First of all, WaterBear is an unprecedented place where all these NGOs, now already 75 NGOs, with very differing mandates, have all agreed to be on this platform. Um, so the first thing to do, thats I felt very similarly to what you just expressed, not quite the same way in that I just think that the different NGOs have very different views and do very different work. But I think that uh, certainly the ones that we've onboarded are all fabulous, are incredibly good at what they do. And there need to be a lot of players on the chessboard to create change. So we need change in green and in yellow and in red. And whether that means that, you know, there's Sea Shepherd doing amazing work or there's WWF doing amazing work, there's Greenpeace doing amazing work, there's African Parks doing amazing work, there's PAMS and uh, leaders for conservation in Africa doing amazing work they all come from different points of view but they're all doing work that is effective um, we'd like the viewer to make their own choice on which line of you know which line of NGO action they agree with most a lot of people just want to know more and you know especially young people, uh, want to be empowered to be able to dig deeper and say, "Well, I'd like to know what's being done about whales by whom, and what I like, and maybe there's an NGO that completely reflects my, you know, my values, the way I feel about the issue, and I can actually become a member, or I can donate, or I can volunteer, I can be part of this." So I think giving people the choice uh, in an overseeable package on this app with all these lovely documentaries. Is a really
0: good way in. It's incredibly powerful, particularly at the moment where we're seeing the um, NGOs are struggling to bring money in because a lot of money comes in from events, and yeah. they are not bringing in nearly as much as they used to. Yeah, and um, so this you're almost you've almost come along at exactly the right time, in aren't you? I hope. You? So. <laughs> I,
1: hope so. I mean. These NGOs are uh, really uh, dedicated groups of people, um, and I I would hate to see their funding go down at a time where they're more crucial than they've ever been before, and, it, and at a time where we are running out of time to fix this. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely, absolutely, and I hope um, people people remember that when they watch it and listen. And so I'm assuming
1: donate lots of money to the NGOs.
0: So is it all through donations? You're not subscribing to WaterBear, or um, it's? Are you paying for the app? I mean, how are you?
1: Well, it's a free app, so people can simply subscribe for free. They can use the app for free. Uh, it's also important to say that we take no money for the donations. The donations go free and clear to the NGOs, uh, because we do not want to enrich ourselves in any way off of the funding going to the NGOs. We want the NGOs to thrive. Um, So our revenue model is a sponsorship model. We're basically going to be working with uh, uh, responsible companies um, to bring us sponsorship revenue and um, to do the right thing, really.
0: Brilliant. And have you got a place to go for um, sponsorship? Um, yeah because i think that's really important for us to tell people and yes
1: we we're talking to about 50 companies that uh sort of made it through the moral compass you know you really have to look carefully uh and and we have a system uh that was perfected by uh one of our board members which is called the moral compass um and uh we have to vet each of these companies to sort of, you know, to not want to greenwash, we can't afford to greenwash anybody. Um, but there are a lot of companies that are doing a genuinely good job, uh, a far better job than our national leaders. Um, I, love, on, I
0: love the fact that you're vetting your sponsors as well. Oh, That's yeah, so you cool. have to,
1: you have to, because, you know, we have this one chance at being credible uh, and we will not compromise our credibility. Mm.
0: That's brilliant. And out of, curi- out of curiosity, um, we, obviously, our target market for um, the podcast listeners are all usually purpose-driven, B Corp-type um, organisations. It's those sort of organisations that yes, we're probably we're quite, in a, quite quickly through.
1: Yeah, we're, we're a startup, but we're in the process of becoming a B Corp ourselves.
0: Are you? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, well done. That's cool. It's um, It's it's yeah it's such an interesting network that is growing yeah it, growing at the moment so so quickly i mean yeah. we don't help organizations really become b corps but i know a lot of people who do and i cannot believe at the moment how many people are going through it and going okay. actually we want we want to set up ourselves for the future yeah. and we want to think about
1: Just- so it's really Refreshing. I was invited to a, a B Corp, um, sort of a couple of away days for, with, with B labs. And that was about four years ago. And I was completely hooked. I'm really sold on, on that way of running a company.
0: Yeah. Amsterdam has got a massive hub hub. Um, it's, I think the head of, I think it's the head of Europe, um, in Amsterdam. Katie Hill is the, uh, who I'm friends, friends All with.
1: Right. I know Marcello Palazzi. Do you know him?
0: Yes, I've met I've met him. I think online a few times. Yeah, that's so, right. Oh, brilliant, brilliant.
1: And so, what's what's
0: the plan for the future? Um, so you're going to launch in November, and you've got four seasons. What what after? What next?
1: We're going to be dealing with different subjects every quarter. We're going to come up with uh, you know a call to action for every film. We're going to have calls to action every month. Uh, We will have live events, so we have a live function. Uh, So we have so many, um, we have so much building to do to create this entire world uh, for an audience to just feel happy and and safe and welcome in, um, that it's going to be once we launch, we will build um, and we will build as far as we possibly can in the shortest amount of time possible.
0: Brilliant. Well it's um it's been really, really good listening to what it is that you're doing. And we just um I think one of the things that I was really excited about when um we started initially talking about you coming on the podcast was we need conduits. Is the conduits the right word? You know, yes. like yourselves in order to be able to understand more on what it is that we can do and how to do it. Yes. And um, as a professional who's been working in this industry for coming up to twenty years now, um, I'm it's loving the, the difference and the new things that are coming through and going, oh, this is so cool. This is so brilliant.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have, I mean, we have a, you know, we have a very specific function in this whole thing. And that is we are uh, trained producers and directors. We're storytellers and we're aggregators. So this platform is, you know, the WaterBear platform is kind of a white label for, you know, all the great work that's being done uh, in terms of storytelling and fieldwork concerning all of these 17 SDGs. So we really see ourselves as nothing more than uh, uh, an amplifier um, and and a communicator for all this information.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for being on. Um, what uh, We'll put all of the Twitter and social media and stuff and everything on our website, but... Um, is it, it's waterbear.com is.
1: It's yeah. uh, the waterbearnetwork.com.
0: Thewaterbearnetwork.com. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So, thank you I so think much. I you might
1: darling. be able to come to both. I'm actually not even sure. I need to double check that. Shall I double check that with Poppy?
0: Yeah, do please. We'll um we'll send you a form to fill out at the end of this. So you'll um be able to put all the relevant stuff in. Great. So, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much for today. Thank you, Will. And good luck for the future.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much. We will all need
0: it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's um, is because of people like Ellen that we are able to understand the impact that we have had on the environment, and to have the Water Bear Network come into fruition at this. C- Present moment in time is so, so important and pertinent. Um, we are, as you know, setting up our Sustainability Solved um, community. And if you want to know more about that, please email podcast at greenelement.co.uk or go to sustainabilitysolved.org um thank you so much for listening we will be inviting our podcastees um at some point onto the community platform so you'll be able to ask them questions and um yeah thank you very much for listening and please as always review us on your um platform of choice Um, The more people that review us, the more reach that we get, and the more reach we get, the more we're able to understand what the problems are and how to reduce the environmental impact that we have. Thank you.